Don't be all like uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm doing my tagline first. You ready? Mixing it up on you guys. All right. Call me Mark Twain, because if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. And I I don't remember anything. This is Taylor? What? I don't know. The call me Mark Twain threw me off. Who? Who? Wants, in the name of the truth, wants to out everybody, but can't remember that they were the source material. Oh, Leva. Oh, Meredith. Whitney. <laughs> Sorry, Whitney. Whitney! <laughs> My voice! Oh. I, got, I got Whitney'd for a second. There. The Mark Twain made me think of Shep, and I couldn't shake it. Oh, shoot. And I didn't mean that I don't remember anything like her lost memories. That was just a unfortunate... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, asterisk, no. asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. That, that I just... Me and Julie were being careful because of that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You would never be that rude. <laughs> Not intentionally. We are also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. Well, in the tradition of guessing who we're making these taglines for, guess who this is. I may look like Sharon Stone, but I don't like Sharon my stones. Is it for Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> no. No. I don't know. <laughs> it's Erica, who explicitly says oh. she looks like Sharon Stone's character in Casino in this week's episode oh. and won't share her stones. No. Alex, that was a good one. I had no idea. We are out. <laughs> we are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. This one's easy. You're invited to my party if my invite doesn't kill you. That's, a, that's Julia. <laughs> that's just your tagline. Watching these women like hide behind their doors as they flick open her invite with like a broom handle was hilarious and then like the little tacos <laughs> they do definitely, have PTSD. definitely exceeded the four hour rule they could not eat those the fact that robin popped no! in her mouth i screamed i mean these women have been attacked by butterflies half of them being dead uh-huh, they poisoning. had to listen to that man mm-hmm. sing to karen i mean like oh the near-death experiences just keep piling on so we had a very full week of Bravo. We have five shows. Are you guys ready to just get on into it? Yeah, where should we start? Speaking of uh, Karen, let's start with Potomac. Okay. Okay, I want to start out with something. Did you guys notice something about the, I guess you would call them the bumpers, like the shots of Potomac between each scene? Did you mm-hmm. notice anything about the editing for those? Once you noticed, it was so obvious. They would... Show one normally, and then they'd show one with the flowers, the cherry blossoms, and it would fade to gray. And it would be like, eee! They oh. did it every single time. And there was also a lot of, like, um, wedding tie-ins. Like, mm-hmm. we had white flowers, we had doves, and they would play, like, walking down the aisle music, and then it would turn into, like, very Halloween K- Kyle's music. Oh, you think it's like a harbinger for darkness ahead. Yes, absolutely. Did you see they actually had a foot stepping on the cherry blossoms I was about at to one point? That too, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Who much foreshadow. For? The marriages, just all of the marriages? Ashley and Michael are getting remarried after they get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings oh, me to my Ashley. second point. 
I think that Ashley wants to not be with Michael. She has zero income, zero means. So she wants the benefits of being married to Michael without having to interact with Michael. I mean, same for all of us. Um, but I don't think this is a confusing situation. I don't know if Robin is the best person to draw boundaries for you and your ex on account that she is living with her ex-husband. No, I completely agree. Robin is keeping her financial separate. But yes, everything else in Robin's life is very messy. I actually disagree with you on the Ashley divorce motivation. I think Ashley, this is hard to handle. I think she feels guilty because she married Michael 100% willing to do the threesome thing. And she is not willing to do it anymore. So I feel like she is kind of setting him free. I also think she's gained a lot of power in this relationship by threatening divorce and by separating. Like, she got to move out of that condo. Like, I think that she doesn't really think it's over. I think she's renegotiating the terms. I think she's... The sad truth of it, too, is she's inexplicably horny for the man. I don't think she's ever going to be able to cut him out of her life 100%. He does her good down under. They're both weirdos. And I mean, like, we are an Ashley Stan podcast. We love her. But this is not sustainable. He's going to turn ugly on her. We we all agree, right? He's going to get he's ugly already, too. Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be even worse. I'm happy we're back because the very first first scene like we just got right into it they all get together and immediately start talking about mia potentially faking cancer (laughs) over social media there's no like 20 minute build-up of here's what everyone's doing we see them all in their like their separate family homes they immediately get together and they start talking about like this one of the silliest like hospital smell level like things they could start talking about immediately it's great Mm -hmm. a great inciting incident for the season And we know Bia lies about everything for attention. Like, this is, we've established this. (laughs) Oh, I hope she was lying that she put $65,000 into a rental house. Absolutely she was, Julia. Okay, thank God. Okay. There's no way. Cherise, not thrilled she's back. Hopefully she doesn't stick around. I just find her boring. Um, And then I love how we were introduced to Tiff and Faye. Karen's breasts it's like she got jealous by Happy and Ness and decided to rebrand her boobs real quickly so we knew them so thank you Karen it's the, the candle thing all over again mm-hmm. what do you want to bring up Wendy's new business pursuits yeah but you can bring it up <laughs> I'll just pile on yeah it's new I mean as we love to do when we talk about Potomac time for a pile on Wendy segment <laughs> As she's piling on her career. Let's pile on her piling her career. It's just interesting how uh, she's so presentational that it's so anno- it's so annoying to me. <laughs> and the fact that she enters seemingly like every conversation, every business meeting, not prepared for any of it. I'm trying to think of like the opposite of someone who says they didn't study for the test and gets like an A plus on it. She's like the opposite of that. It's weird with her four degrees, she didn't find out that she should know just like even the smallest bit about the industry that she's pursuing. She also brought on that with Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband, not RIP mm. the chill husband, Mike Hill, but this is so this is a Atlanta husband that Did you like her library in. for kids idea in the lobby? Oh my god, I'm so happy that guy was like that's the worst fucking idea I've ever heard. Yeah. Nobody wants to Also, what psycho was like let's bring my kid to a bar 
that's a library for two hours. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> think she knows what a bar is. I'm worried she's never been Or a business. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a library. <laughs> I was thrilled Giselle just shot her down. I thought that was so funny. She went in for a beginning of season fresh slate hug with Giselle, and Giselle told her to back up and get away. <laughs> I think why Potomac is so good, we talked about this before, but all of the women are villains, and they're all the heroes as well. It's a very mm. balanced cast. It's true. Wendy's a hero in her own mind, and I think that's where... Her, her heroicness will stay. Speaking of having uh, both heroes and villains encapsulated in the same housewife, shall we go over to Salt Lake City? Ooh, yes. <laughs> okay, this show is absolutely insane. I'm going to point out at the beginning of last season, Whitney and Heather hated Lisa so much that... They, okay, imagine that the Lisa hot mic happened at the beginning of last season. Whitney and Heather would have absolutely loved that and used it to rip Lisa apart. Cut to now, they are taking the hot mic and telling Meredith to stop being a bitch about it. Which, I mean, like, I'm kind of on their side. But how the turntables have turned. They, they saw the internet. That's my theory. They see how pro-Lisa a lot of people are. Especially Heather. Mm-hmm. Whitney's... Okay, I'll, may- I'll maybe revise that. I think that's what Heather... I think Heather saw the internet response because she's very aware of how people respond to her in the reunions. We know that. Yes. Whitney's a little more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to Whitney getting in a huge fight holding dirty tongs outside in her underwear with herself? Nobody was arguing with Whitney. And she's like, I can't stand for this. Nobody's arguing with you, Whitney. And then she marches Everyone inside. expects me to be Nancy Drew to figure everything out. She wants a fancy Drew title like Sutton got. And little does she know, she, Whitney has, I think, maybe received a Detective Tony Award here and there. But not <laughs> yeah. consistently. That, that being said, I'm on their side. Also, Whitney, you started those rumors. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I am uh, the when Heather had her sit down with Meredith though that might be like th- my favorite Heather moment of the series. Oh, I oh. loved it because I agree with Heather. You mm-hmm. forgave Jim Shaw and this person of ten years, you're not going to forgive. And I did like had <laughs> Whitney accidentally outing Meredith for talking shit on Lisa has knocks Meredith down a peg. So I'm mm-hmm. enjoying this level playing field. Um, by the way, BravoCon was this last weekend. Whitney and Heather full-on screaming matches on stage. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I'm so happy that we're finally getting something good out of a um, Meredith demanding an apology arc. Me too. <laughs> which is the worst thing about this show. I think Heather yelling at Meredith stop being a condescending superior bitch, which was amazing to Meredith's face is almost on par with what Lisa yelled about her behind her back. And Meredith just takes it. Here's my whole thing. I would argue that almost everything any housewife says about another housewife is on par or worse than what Lisa said. Not knowing there were that she was miked. <laughs> they all have cheating allegations against them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Except for Heather. Also, like, Alex and I talked about this a bit last episode, but I'm happy that it got brought up again. They are implying that Lisa fucked somebody for jazz tickets to get courtside jazz tickets. What could those possibly be? $200, $300 max. And I also liked Heather's point. 
So what if she is? What if John knows that that's what she's doing, allegedly, and he's down for it? You're not going to be her friend anymore? And also, who was the source? The source of Fucking this rumor Angie. is- Angie! The person who hated Lisa the most last season. Yes. I'm so happy Angie's not a cast member. Please never let her be a me cast too. member. It will just- She turned me off will... with that billion dollar costume change. It was just like, no, you're the one who donated the dollars. She tries too hard. And there she is producing courtside. I love how it was made a really big deal by Heather that Whitney was actually sitting three rows back. I, I honestly thought it was so funny <laughs> that was the how much thing. Heather blew up. Nothing could have, like, I was so prepared for more of a reason for Heather to go as crazy as she went. But like, I don't know. I feel like she, it was a bit much. <laughs> The only thing I could think is that she was feeling super vulnerable because she had no clothes on. And so, like, when you feel uh. that exposed, like, you're just going to tick a little faster. Also, Whitney, put your butthole away. Like, you're ruining this salmon Lisa, dinner. Lisa, take off impressed. your pajamas. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some in between. I feel sexy. Well, uh, would we like to move on to Beverly Hills? I have to say something real quick first. Okay. And that is at... One, best trolley we've ever been on with Housewives. We've oh, seen trolleys before. Chaos. Yes. Salt Lake City, please give them a better trip next time. They can do trolleys better. Two, after you have thrown canned wine on each other and then gone and ridden horses, Ugh. what these women smelt like at the end they did of not this shower. excursion would have been yeah. rank. And then they put on lingerie. <laughs> and so fish. maybe this is why they were all a little irritable. And they yeah. cooked fish. <laughs> Julia, you made some great points. Thank on you. On Beverly Hills. <laughs> Beverly Hills. Um, why did I hate Jamie Lee Curtis being there so much? I've never hated anything more than I hated <laughs> really? Jamie Lee Curtis on that show. Yes. I'm Don't proud bring of- her out as a surprise guest. Um, well, the wind chimes are sold out online. I tried to order us some. Cannot. So I feel <laughs> like that Jamie Lee Curtis knows how to make a dollar for her charity, and she is out there making a lot of dollars. Um, but yeah, I feel like Jareet, that was all she did this season. So I feel like giving Jareet kudos for something. I feel like Jareet doesn't deserve this from Jamie Lee. This might be the only support Kyle gets this whole reunion, too. So maybe it's just like a little <laughs> gift for her. Also, I saw the new Halloween. If you oh, want to give you a little review of Kyle. Yes. Kayla. So she's she's honestly like really good in Halloween Kyle's, as I said last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so good that they decided to write her back into this new one. And that's exactly what it feels like. It feels like an afterthought. They just threw her in last minute because she adds nothing oh. to the plot. She's barely there. She's more oh. just like, oh, supportive friend that like shows up in a couple scenes. She's like, oh, she's the town bartender. She's not in any spoilers, not in any like big like murder scene, nothing. Barely yeah. there. I was very disappointed. Interesting. Yes, yes. Demi Lee Curtis is like, I need her to sell my wind chimes. You have to have her in it a little bit. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of Kyle, um, I do really love that when we're doing the Dorit segment and we get to talk about the break-in for the thousandth time, Kyle, 
pivots over to herself. Now, it's been theorized that Kyle faked her break-in. And I love that Kyle said, oh, don't worry, I have an explanation. People, the people who broke into my house contacted me and gave me all my stuff back. That's why you recognized my supposedly stolen bag from a couple episodes ago. Mm. So I don't know if you guys noticed that online. People were like, isn't this the bag that was supposedly stolen? And so now Kyle has to come in with the story of why she has it. Something happened when we were talking about Dorit's break-in again where I was made to feel slightly guilty for just thinking that Dorit and PK are con artists, so of course this might be something they're conning. Um, But after I felt bad and everyone's feeling like those horrible people who suspected Dorit just faked this. Me and Alex. Right after that, (laughs) Dorit was asked if she was going to be replacing items. And she's like, oh, no, I'm getting all new things. And then Kyle's like, oh, yeah, everything that was stolen was so two years ago. And it just kind of leaves you thinking, hmm... That's kind of the, also the perfect, like, that's the reason I don't like this show. Mm-hmm. Anything that happens to them, I'm like, oh, they can just, they'll fix that, like, no problem. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. We saw the burglars breaking in. Did we ever see them leave? Yes. We saw them leave with $65,000 worth of stuff. We watched them carry that out of her house. Oh, I feel like there was like a shot where someone leaves the phone. No, you didn't see. But them where? Leave the but phone. we never saw. Yeah, we did see that, but we never saw them carrying out like a Santa sack full of Dorit's shit. True. Right. Roll more footage. We need interesting. More. Mm-hmm. Detective Doty to me just now. <laughs> um, question. Playing Michael Jackson isn't considered oh like okay, right? I feel like it gets played more than R. Um, Kelly, but it's still kind of a little like. Eh. I'm gonna have to push back a little. I hear it all the time. Yeah, at, like I do all, too. like all functions I go to. Truly, <laughs> at, I like guess... a lot of bars. It's always on the radio. Mm-hmm. Grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. But requesting it, I don't think Crystal was crazy for her comment. I think the craziest Michael Jackson comment came from Erica when she was like, Michael yes. Jackson beat his case. And it just shows. She's talking about herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fancies yeah. herself the new MJ. <laughs> yeah. They piled, They ignored Crystal the entire season and they were just, holy shit, punching down this entire time. Like kicking her. They hate her. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm happy about though? Hmm. Remember how last week I was like, well, this is just going to be two hours of Sutton and Diana. I don't think we're going to get any Sutton and Diana. No. <laughs> that is my we new prediction. We barely got Garcelle and Diana. Which is I'm amazing. so Thank proud God. of Sutton when we were interrogating Crystal. Sutton handled that so well. She kept her mouth shut and then gave light support to Crystal when Crystal absolutely yeah. needed it. Sutton, bra. I know. That was well the best done. Sutton's ever done mm-hmm. at a reunion by mm-hmm. far. I'm so proud of her. I know. And I like that they pointed out, why don't you guys just let us be friends? Like, they don't see how what they're doing to Sutton and Crystal is the same thing that Rena's trying to do to Kathy Hilton and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, footage of BravoCon, bringing it back to that. People cheering around Garcelle like she's the Beatles. Like, people are freaking out. Rena got booed. Yes, I'm thrilled that Garcelle is at BravoCon. After this reunion, I was nervous Garcelle would not be with us again. I just oh, she absolutely was. I will will say we need her. 
she's she's faltering a little bit with her Diana confrontation, I think. Oh, and I think it's mainly really? just because it's only because if Diana was like there, Garcelle would be like running her over. No problem. Yeah, but she's it's, not there. It's the fact that it's distanced and detached, and Diana's able to like. She looks so like posed and prepared for like everything. It looks like someone's feeding her like lines off camera. I have oh. a theory for that, mm-hmm. Alex. I think mm-hmm. she knows wasted breath. This lady will never be on our TV again. I don't. I need think. To. I think mm-hmm. that maybe Andy asked her not to come. Ooh. To be honest, <laughs> I think. I think she when she said, "I have the means to hire lawyers to Garcelle," and Garcelle's like, "I've already hired." De- Detectives, like this is happening. Like, what a condescending thing to say. Mm-hmm. She does that Diana's for everybody, though. I'll worst. buy it for you. I'll buy it for you. Also, I thought it was so weird that Andy brought up the Diana donated. I'm using air quotes to the charity to help the widows and orphans. Brought that up, but didn't bring up that it was Diana's own charity that she started that didn't go anywhere. We knew that immediately. Yeah. You guys ready for Southern Charm? Mm-hmm. Speaking of poor Crystal, poor Vanita. What oh the hell? <laughs> she lost all her friends. I know. This was so sad. Um, Thank you, Bravo, for giving us only two parts to this reunion. I really appreciate it. Um, You guys, I think, I think Lev was kind of an asshole. I've been saying this all season. <laughs> Real quick, I have a couple final things on Vanita. Um, I think Vanita will be back next season. Alex predicted she might be friends with all the guys, or Elizabeth did. Alex, mm-hmm. I agree. She mm-hmm. was shot gunning beers with them. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then if we had actually gotten like her relationship storyline, she would have been really fun to watch. Her relationship was like Destiny Child's Bill song. Like, well, her yes. regret was not showing more of herself. I, I think she's think, going to now. I think she's she coming back. back. Okay. On to Leva. Okay. Roll what the tape. What the fuck, Leva? Gosh, Leva was an asshole. If I was ever, because we were on the fence when we were talking about the Craig Christmas party, about like whose side we were necessarily like on in that. And we decided yeah. neither. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm kind of Craig. <laughs> I am too, because she did not remember what she had said at the party. And she could have been reminded by rewatching the footage. Everything she said, mm-hmm. roll the tape on, she basically said word for word what everyone was accusing her of saying. And she's like, I didn't say that. Proof. And then, you know, the proof just never came. She was, mm-hmm. did prove. Now, we should get to the, the meat of this, what could have been great, but turned out to be kind of awkward and flabby, much like Shep himself. The Shep Taylor segment. Uh-huh. Am I crazy? <laughs> did Taylor already say all of her little lines in part one? Yeah, I felt like yeah. I was yeah, I felt like I was crazy, but I do have a point to make. And I don't okay. know if when I said this to Matt, he was shocked that this is my stance. So I'll see what you guys think. And Julia famously on the wrong side of history. <laughs> 300 whores. Shep is 42. He was an adult at 18. If you break it down, this is just one conquest a month. Not that I have, much. I have no problem. I have no problem with his count or whatever. No. no I feel I, like yeah. it's a reasonable count for someone who, like, thinks he's such a ladies' man. Like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. Also, I think Alex was completely right about Taylor in it for the money. I think she went <laughs> yeah. to a Michelin star <laughs> restaurant in Venice 
and she didn't like the food. And she's like, Julia, Julia, that was your hot take, not the other thing. That was it. This is why I'm here. Oh, I'm just going to go home now. That's my theory. Can I voice something that really annoyed me? Why are they saying that nobody holds Shep accountable? Why don't Austin and Craig hold him accountable? That's when if I was Austin and Craig, people like, he's an adult man. What do you They mean? also do yell Elizabeth, at him all the this time. This is what the music fuck? to my ears, what you're saying. And this is why how is Southern it? Charm tricks you into liking these guys. It's not their job <laughs> to hold him accountable. He says fuck you to his mom. What am I supposed to do? He's an adult man. And yeah. you knew who he was when you signed up. My my sympathy for Taylor is like, if it was a graph, it's just a <laughs> vertical line at this point. Just straight down. That's the thing. He d- Shep doesn't like hide who he is <laughs> no i think she thought she could change him oh totally i also think she probably thought she was getting proposed to in Venice. that's another theory i think so too that's mm-hmm. what the michelin star fight was really about yeah um, plus she alex thought shep spoke up with taylor i don't know shep said you don't need to worry about me anymore i set you free so maybe he did break up with her. Like, he seems pretty over it, and she seems upset. Here's what I'll say. She said after the Michelin restaurant thing that, quote, Shep, she didn't see a real, like, future with them, that they should end the relationship. And then he cheated on her again. So And then she ended their relationship. Yes. <laughs> I am going to say one asterisk, like, one, like, wait a second, for Taylor on her behalf. And he's like, why do you care that he hooked up with somebody two months after? And what I get what Taylor's saying. She kept saying masturbate over and over again. Like, she's not doing a great job saying yeah, that. Yeah, that was her hot in the mirror line that we all had to But, like, to. She, she fucked it up, though, because I got what she was trying to say. Either you are, want a relationship with these women right after we got together, and that means I meant nothing to you. You moved on too fast. It's either that or you don't care about these women and you're using them as like human fleshlights is what she was trying mm-hmm. to say. So mm-hmm. what is it? You don't give a shit about women and you use them for your body or I meant nothing to you. Basically backing Shep into a corner, which would have been great because he would have not handled it well. But Taylor, you fumbled. Yeah. Also, one more point for Taylor. Fuck you, Taylor's parents. They watched yeah. that and still liked him. Poor Taylor. Mm-hmm. Poor Taylor. Agreed. Another great showing for the Bravo Boy Austin. Good season, my friend. <laughs> I know, Austin. You better keep your shit together because we got Winter House. Well, it's funny because like we're just seeing flashbacks um, to Summer House in this week's Winter House of the whole Austin Sierra debacle. When you contextualize that with what's going on in Southern Charm, it puts everything into focus. You're like, oh yeah, Austin's kind of just like blowing everything up here and not caring because Southern Charm is where like the dark drama is. Summer House yeah. is like whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Southern Chart have, has a distinct sadness to it. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready for Winter House? Yeah. All right. Yeah-ish. Winter House, our last show of our ep. Lindsay Jr. even has Lindsay vibes. Jason knows. The way they talk. He talks about it more than I anyone. I know. So creepy. No, the fact that Jason and Lindsay broke up, you know, under tragic circumstances, and then Jason, like, trolls instagram to find a lookalike is a younger model creepy creepy i love him but now i'm like oh Mm -hmm. did we think luke wasn't coming back oh no i knew i thought luke was fired maybe he's not in summer house 
I follow Luke on Twitter. He always tweets like, good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it's funny that they all say that Luke is a fuckboy. Like, he doesn't, he's really bad at it if he is. He's doing great with Jessica. You'd, you'd think so. I was going to say, you'd think he's bad. He does perform horribly, but it all worked on her. I'm producing a movie. I'm acting, but he's I don't like to say I'm acting. Um, let <laughs> us not forget his Chiron at the top of the season was hockey coach and entrepreneur. It did not say actor or movie producer. Or jewelry uh, maker. I think that's the entrepreneur part. They're <laughs> using that word real loosely. He's got an Etsy store. I love Luke. I mean, it goes back to what we were just saying about Shep. He's, it's just all out there. Yes. Luke's not hiding anything. No. I don't you can't really Luke, get mad at him for anything. I don't know if Luke knows that. I have a sneaky no, suspicion that Luke might not the be the, the, uh, the brightest jade ring in the store. We get the Detective Dodie Award, though, because Rachel... Was, was on weirdly it. Yep. introduced to us with the Amanda Kyle Flower debacle. And then here she is coming oh, with yeah. what I think of as like, <clears throat> I did not like her replacement flowers. Let me just say I'm a little worried. I love them. They're very trendy, Julia. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. We need to talk about the thing that we've been dreading. Our Bravo boy fallen from grace. Our Icarus, Craig. Okay, I'm going to stand up for him with him paying people to get the former perfect room, but now it has no closet. That's so insane. Okay, that was my highlight for Craig. That was my favorite Craig. My least favorite Craig was him all coked out with his hair greasy, standing straight up, power staring into the, like, into the abyss. And him being so rude to Amanda when, like, they're all trying to play their obligatory, we have to play this game for the show, and he, like, won't play along. It made everybody so uncomfortable. Craig's the new Kyle. He brings that (gasps) southern charm energy. Julia, you ruined my big finale um, Mm. in the scene where, okay, first of all, we're doing the twin party where Craig's acting a fool. Paige goes upstairs to get ready for bed before anybody else and is hiding in her room. Amanda goes up there and they start talking and you can see the realization on Amanda, on Paige's face as she's talking to Amanda, Craig is the new Kyle and that means I'm the new Amanda. Yeah. And she is like, mm-hmm. fuck. Because she, you can't have your boyfriend acting a fool and you not saying anything. That's siding with him by default. I mm-hmm. think Paige thought she was the powerful one in the relationship. But she clearly didn't, hasn't spent that much time with like, coked out Craig. Who no. dominates every space that he's in. She only spends time with him one-on-one. Where he's like, I made us a snack board. And I, we're in our golf cart dates. Like that, Craig. Mm-hmm. Not whatever he, this is. And he's in his Pillow King era right now. He, where he's yes. just throwing money at people. I mean, um, Kyle couldn't complain though. Because Kyle took that money. You can't Kyle, be holier than thou he if you pocket the money. <laughs> Okay, Kyle drives me crazy. Every single year, he demands that he needs a master bedroom because it's upstairs, and he doesn't like hearing people staying up late walking around. Kyle, you're the person up at four in the morning, power-eating Triscuits in your underwear, talking to yourself in the kitchen. Like, what are you talking about? I do agree that Kyle has changed to where he's not as aggressive, but I think the biggest change in their relationship between Kyle and Amanda, who I, I love seeing them happy, by the way, I think the biggest change is Amanda. I think she's just more confident because Kyle still mm-hmm. stayed up she the latest. Him down. Yeah, when 
Rachel asks Kyle what the next step is in his marriage and his response is orgies. And Amanda just laughs. Like, I think Amanda's changed. I think Yeah, because an old Amanda would have thought, Kyle! Uh-huh. And little. it would have started a huge fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Um, great episode of Winter House. There are 7 billion people in this cast to make up for the tiny cast of Salt Lake City, I guess. <laughs> so uh, it would be fun trying to keep us intact. Uh, I have to admit to the class, if I was in Winter House and single, I would have fallen for... Corey with the stupid pearl necklace. I hate that about myself, but I just know. He seems like a cool guy. I love that um, Sarah's like, when you first look at him, you like assume he's just like this gym guy, but there's really so much more. And like the detail that she learned about him was that he actually owns a gym. (laughs) (laughs) And he likes to paint. And most men won't admit to liking painting. But what fragile dudes are you around that won't admit to having hobbies? This is like alternate universe (laughs) craziness. Okay. Uh, awards time? Can I just mention one more thing? Of course. It's really funny that um, they get they hype up the whole, like, Craig and Luke don't like each other thing. And then the reveal is that Craig almost set Luke's <laughs> boat on fire. <laughs> by oh, yeah. using a box of fireworks that he thought was meant for him in Austin to, like, use. That was the best story. They lit him off next to his boat. Like, Craig, you're the bad guy in this story. For sure. <laughs> And he's still uh, arguing with Austin or with Luke. You left them in our room. I know. And they were my party favor. He's so mad. He ruins Amanda's little twin get to know each other party. Like he won't participate with Luke. He, Luke says, what's your favorite color? I'm not telling you. Like what the fuck is wrong with you, Craig? This is, Paige is going to get the ick so fast, but she sticks with him. Uh, well, they're trying to take over Bravo, and the fact they're dating is plan one of full <laughs> Bravo takeover. You know what's so funny is they both are absolutely terrible on each other's shows. Yes, that is so true. true. Not to derail us, so sorry, Elizabeth, but say Andy's Andy Cohen's gone, he's stepping mm-hmm. down, and they're replacing him with a Bravo person. Who would sit in Andy's chair? Something to just think about. We could come back to this next week. Oh, my God. You can't have Craig. It would be a disaster. (laughs) Andy loves the Southern Charm Boys. He even told Shaq he felt sorry for him. I think Austin Austin would be good. I can't believe we like Austin. Ugh. Okay, I'm making us move on to awards now. I can't handle this anymore. All right. Mine's a little little tacky. My award's a little tacky. It's Get That Girl Monostat Stat Award. And I give this word to Jin Shaw, who on their bike tour did a super cool handstand, which was very impressive, in a skirt, opened her legs into a YV, very impressive. But then the other ladies on this cast poured cheap wine directly into so her vagina. Gross. Oh my god! Kyle, the driver of that's gonna have to take him to an urgent care right away. That's that's so gross. Like that's so <laughs> sticky. And like you guys talked about the on the horses right after. Jin Shaw was the only woman to ride side saddle. Now we know why. <laughs> <laughs> Your award, Alex. The Kuki Chiron Award for um any of these new Bravo members that have very silly little job titles underneath their names. Goes to um, Lindsay stand-in Jessica of Winterhouse, whose Chiron was real estate agent slash metaverse entrepreneur. And I was like, 
what does that mean exactly? Does that mean that she's like selling real estate in the metaverse, which people do, the very scary times we live in? Mm-hmm. But no, when you look her up, she is a real life real estate agent that warns against buying real estate in the metaverse while she herself invests in the metaverse. It's more confusing <laughs> than I ever would have imagined. <laughs> and metaverse is in Facebook, right? Like the Facebook metaverse? Yeah, it's like the Facebook virtual world. People will buy property for like millions of dollars in it. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> she has a cryptocurrency startup, so that must be what she was referring to. Maybe. Oh, no. Oh, my well, God. I mean, she was in a cult, so. Yeah, side note for what Julia said, I didn't grow up in a cult, but we did all have to wear the same clothes and have the same haircut. I was like, that is absolutely <laughs> a cult. <laughs> all right, Julia, your award? My The Kenya Moore Too Glam to Be Sick Award goes to Diana for her reunion appearance. Also, people were saying, oh, she had COVID, um, but she had a glam team come in and do her makeup, and she has video footage of that. So, bullshit. Am I right? Like I said, Hmm. I think she was disinvited to the party. Julia. That probably saved her, because then people would have been like, Andy, you didn't focus on Diana enough. I think think you guys are totally right. Will will the video feed for her still be in the rest of the reunion, though? Or is that all we're going to see of her? I want to point out Dallas, when two cast members had COVID, they had their TV set up and they sat there the entire time. That's mm-hmm. not what we're doing for this. Diana is like coming in and coming out. Andy They're actually doing the Lala asked, Kent treatment for her. Yes. They actually, Andy actually asked Garcelle if Diana were here, what would you say? Like they had already turned her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know what? It's feeling more close to like a... Um, <laughs> Poor Scala. A Scala friend of treatment. They bring mm-hmm. her out, she says one line, and she leaves. Then, even how they treated Marlo as a friend of, which is crazy because Diana is a full-on cast member. Mm-hmm. Not really sure how that passed the small test. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 